boundaries have been broken. Welcome to Vanguard Radio. Some men you just can't reach. I don't like it any more than you men. Welcome to Goy Fire. This is our 36th show. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, as usual. In the studio tonight is Alex Linder. Hello. Uh, it's good Craig to be here. I Chain Cop. Uh-huh. And your host, Alex. Uh, no, your host, AJ. No. There you go. <laughs> you got it right. I'll take you two tracks. All right. Okay. Our top story tonight, tyrants in Canada try to shut down VNN. I've been following this um, on the Internet. We have updates for you tonight, uh, this evening, this morning, whenever you tune in. This is the... We're taping on, what is it? We're taping Sunday, so hopefully you'll be hearing this within 24 hours. Right, this is the latest. Uh, We have... uh, Israel aggression in Lebanon, the unabated bombing of defenseless civilians. Uh, Almanar, uh, the media company, Lebanon's Almanar TV. It's also the Almanar. Almanar, yes. The first television station ever to be legally designated a terrorist entity is in the news, as well as Mel Gibson. And an anti-Semitic tirade. <gasps> I am shocked and appalled. The words well, coming out of that famous man's mouth. All right, what else? What else we got? Yeah, exodus of men from journalism. TJB billionaire Drew Epstein booked as a sex offender. TNB Malcolm X grandson jailed, and then TNB rounding it up. Gang rape for teenagers charged. Four niggers raping a disabled white girl. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that, does it? Thank God we've got the FBI on assholes like me, so we can't talk about it. Great country, huh? Anyway. They couldn't find any fat ones. (laughs) The stewardesses were all taken up, I guess. All right. Then we got, what are we closing? Is is that it, or is there one more? Uh, There's a Seattle Jew shooter um, in custody. The irony there that he shot a Christian, or the one he killed was a Christian, and he himself was a Christian. How about that? But we'll get to but that. a Semitic, a Semitic Christian. Semite Semitic, yeah. He was a Muslim origin, I believe, mm-hmm. Middle Eastern. That's why anyway. when, Jews call, uh, when Jews call Arabs anti-Semites, that's uh, a conundrum of funnies there right in and of itself. Yeah. They're right. brother Semites. Well, back to our top story tonight. Tyrants in Canada try to shut down VNN. We have a story over... Emphasis on the try. Yeah. Try to shut it down. 
All right, we have a quote here from the AP, no less. Prosecutor Mark Williams said Friday he met with agents from the Federal Bureau of Investigation and representatives from the U.S. District Attorney's Office this week regarding Alex Linder's website, Vanguard News Network. Federal officials shut down the website last week for one day. That's uh, sick here after Linder allegedly made the posting about Federal Court of Canada Justice, Conrad von Finkenstein, and Ottawa lawyer Richard Ward. Let me just say, start off the discussion of this, that, you know, you would think that I am somewhat at the center of this and I would know what the hell is going on. Whenever there's something like this, whether me or anyone else, I try to establish the facts. I don't even know what the facts are here, Okay. Federal, the, the AP is claiming federal officials shut down the website. Uh, maybe that's true, maybe it isn't true. I don't see any quote from anyone. All we know for sure is that our, all I know for sure is that my ISP, Cable Bay, had the T1 service yanked because uh, they claimed that VNN violated, I think, their terms of service. I think that's what I heard. Uh, federal officials being involved. The site being shut down for one day, I don't know. That's a very odd sentence if you look at it. It says, federal officials shut down the website last week for one day after Linder allegedly made the posting. Now, wait a minute here. Um, was there a court injunction to shut it down? You, normally, you would say if there's illegal material, it would have been just flat shut down. It wouldn't Under be shut Patriot, down for one I mean, no, None of this is, is known. Absolutely, no. no one has spoken to me. No one has interviewed me. No one has called me. I've been in contact with no cops. And yet the local, the local monkeys who run the paper have run two articles repeating all manner of Canadian and other uh, accusations, lies, allegations. And I sent them a letter immediately after the first article uh, came out when I saw it. And I happened to be out when he called. And so I didn't see it until the next day. Uh, I didn't see that he had wanted an interview. So I called and he said, we're running another article. And uh, so I talked to him for a half an hour. And I pointed out, hey, you've got me, you've made, you know, Two mistakes in, in one story above the fold in page one. I mean, that's pretty incompetent editing, wouldn't you say? And he kind of laughed it off, and I said, you know, it's almost enough to make me think that you're doing that on purpose. Having, for example, having me misspell the judge's name, which I did not do. And if you read the uh, Canadian paper, you'll see that they, they quoted me spelling it correctly. And he did the same thing with, you know, Warman claiming it was incitement to murder. He spelled it, uh, or he, he used a totally... He, he used indication instead of incitement of the Kirksville paper, so it's an incredibly sloppily edited paper. And I'm still angry about what they've done, and I'm, I'm pursuing it uh, to get them to, at the very least, run an article uh, or run my, uh, my letter to the editor, which is already up. You can read it on VNN. It's been up for days, and it's up on uh, the KirksvilleToday.com, which I'm going to be publicizing heavily in town here as a way to get the truth out around the uh, Kirksville Daily Express's uh, blockade of it. But suffice it to say, and you guys give me what you know how it looks to you, but very few facts are known other than we are publishing legitimate opinions and somebody pressured the phone supplier, not the ISP, into getting rid of the, our phone service. That was that's all that's known right, right now. But again, I wasn't there. I don't know. We, they, they never tell you because that's the country... Craig and Aegis that the Jews have created, in which people can go behind the scenes and uh, create such pressure on them that they yield to this Jewish tyranny 
and you who are the victim of it never find anything else out unless you have a bunch of money to sue them in court. And uh, there has not been really a practical way to get back at them. That's why the, the easiest thing to do is simply go to another server. Now, if what I said was illegal, was criminal action or something, well, why is the site up? Why didn't anybody tell me it's illegal? Oh, they're discussing it. You know, how do you, you, they're discussing to try to figure out if a law was broken. Well, you have the goddamn quote. You know, if, if, if you don't know whether that's the fucking illegal, then you're kind of a moron. But of course they do know. And what they know is that it's not illegal. It's perfectly legal. I can say that killing X, Y, or Z would be an act of patriotism. Perfectly legal. In America, which is where I am and where VNN is based, perfectly legal. Maybe it's the and we will not. Let me let me just say, Craig, uh -huh. we will not be back down from using our full rights, every last jot and tittle, every last microscopic subsection of an inch of our First Amendment rights will be used by us. Oh yeah, believe it. And, <laughs> and so I raise the middle finger to the assholes who think I had to conform to the uh, lies that are that are current in America. We don't. We're telling you the truth. We're one of the few places you can get it. We are the good guys. The people trying to shut us down are the bad guys. They've clapped a man in jail up in Canada. He's suffering more than anyone for simply describing what the Jews and their lackeys are doing to the real Canadian people by sicking these minorities on them. They're committing the type of crime that we're talking about in this show. Right, we have to do it because you can't get it on Fox or anywhere else. Right, uh, there's so. that saying, they talk, we talk about crime, but uh, they talk about us talking about crime. Yeah, the, the problem's never, never the blacks who are committing these gang rapes on retarded girls. The problem is us who insist on talking about it and don't cover it up and try to smooth it over. And in the popular mind, we are worse than those heinous criminals. Who I, I, I don't know about that. I think the people, yes and no. I mean, if, I really believe people are, are remember they may be against us, but it's mostly superficial. It's because that's what they hear. They don't have real firm, solid, deep beliefs. You better believe, if, if Craig, if you if you were able to take over Fox News or local ABC or something, and you got on there and promoted that crime, you better believe they'd be outraged about it. Yeah. Absolutely. But their heroes so, oftentimes are our basketball and football players who are out and out felons, child molesters, dope fiends, uh, sure. armed robbers. And, uh, so there's not much of a leap from that to... Uh, uh, seeing white people who speak against it as being criminals. Well, yeah. I, I, people, you can't tell me the average person believes that a lot of people know what's going on. They just don't see any way to fight it. They because for reasons just like this, you know, you're treated as the bad guy for talking about a problem, sure, and, and it's literally illegal to talk about. That's why we're so emphatic on Goyfire because we are one of the last outposts, America and us in particular, of people who speak honestly about the deep, the things that deeply matter in society. And then it's, you know, whether it's a matter of simple physical protection that, that we lost when the, when the Jews forcibly, gunpoint, integrated us with subhumans, mm -hmm. we talk about that. And we're not going to stop Can we please get the that. Israel show off network TV, off all networks, all cable? Can we please, Jesus. this little podunk country in the Middle East, yeah. it's not the center of planet Earth, please. Yeah, you wouldn't know that from Fox. They're a bunch of Israeli fetishists. It really is like it's like a sexual fetish. They are so over-identified with Israel. They identify with Israel stronger than the Israelis do. It's inconceivable. I see that John Kasich on there. I mean, uh, Matt, Matt Hale made an absolute monkey out of Kasich. 
You just made him look like a stupid little boy when when he had him on for the interview. I know you yeah. recall that, Craig. I do. The broadcast was cut off in the middle of the uh, interview. Well, Very I mean, highly unusual. Yeah, and, and Kasich's on there, and he's he. I, you know, if you told me in the '80s I would ever be agreeing with a writer for the Nation, and I, you know, I thought, oh, they're a bunch of damn communists. Um, and the guys on there, I mean, the Nation writer is looking reasonable, and Kasich. Jesus, I mean, is is he, he, he finally after weeks of watching Fox find out how the war is going? Finally, I hear the first person go, "Well, you know, Israel blew up the King David Hotel, and there were massacres at Deir Yassin, however you pronounce that, and and Israel was founded in terrorism. They killed the British generals, strung them up with piano wire, and so finally, for the first time, you hear someone talking about Israeli terrorism historically, and and you know, Kasich's just another one of these." little Sunday school kids, or at least puts on that cover. Mm-hmm. And you would think Israel never, every time Israel blows up an apartment block or, you know, knocks down a hotel, well, they're, they're hiding behind civilians. And it's, it's, these are articles of faith. You know, as dogmatic as the view that Jesus rose from the dead. Israel never, I mean, is, if Israel does something four days in a row, God damn it, you know, they, what do they say the first time? Second time coincidence, third time enemy action. I mean, they, 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 Israel does it 20 times in a row. They shoot a bunch of UN. They shoot a bunch of kids. You know, and then they shoot a soldier just just to mix things up a little bit. And then they go back to shooting kids and and shooting old. Maybe they shoot up an old yeah. people's home. And then they get out there and oh, we're sorry, we didn't mean to do it. We're going to launch a report. It won't happen again. They, 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 the same thing happens. It's a cycle. And these foxes will not call it for what it is. They like shooting civilians. It's all the same to them. Because, you see, that, that's a great myth is that, that uh, get away from VNN, but Hezbollah is the Lebanese people. And they're trying to enforce an artificial distinction and claim that Hezbollah is terrorists that are somehow distinguishable from the Lebanese. No. Hezbollah is something like 40% of Lebanon, more or less. It's not just the military or two. They have political wings and, and they have exactly. and wings. And right. Exactly. It's, it's a Education. militia. It's, it's a militia. It's the, well, it's more than that, though. It's the people. It's right. The, because they do have elect, elected representatives, and they have a big social health network. And they're created because of Israeli terrorism earlier. So they, they are the people. When they say, oh, we're going to get rid of the terrorists, they're talking about we're going to clear off the Lebanese people. It's not like some you know, little gang that's hiding among them. It yeah, is well, a large section of the Lebanese people. Right. Well, a militia is itself a citizen army. It's made up of citizens. Well, they're, they're effectively, the Foxes are effectively defining Hezbollah as terrorists. And basically anybody who fights back against Israel is defined as a terrorist. Because they're God, I mean, how could you ever oppose the greatest people on earth? Yeah, what about the Lebanese army? People. The Lebanese army itself, are they terrorists for defending their borders against uh, this, this uh, act of aggression? I, I think they're basically... Well, they they kind of embarrassed America because we've been promoting their wonderful democracy, but their their leader more or less said, "Hey, we we're side with Hezbollah. We don't like Israel." And what what they've always found is when you when you eerily bomb places, it just stiffens resistance. It doesn't make people say, "Oh, stop, stop." The people don't like seeing their houses destroyed, but they're it's not going to make it's just going to make them hate Israel more. That's what these idiots cannot figure out. And they really are yeah. true believers. They're not really Even cynical. Back- most of them. Back to when Israel got into the United Nations, Resolution 273 uh, made its membership in the UN conditional on its implementation of Resolution 181, uh, which defined the borders of uh, Palestine 
and uh, 194. But anyway, they've, they've broken uh, 70 union resolutions over the years. I was reading one essay, and they said, uh, in fact, Sharon bombed at the exact time, like to the minute, 322 or something. That's when they unleashed the bombs when the United Nations was voting on some resolution against Sharon's invasion of Lebanon. I mean, it's yeah. just unbelievable. There, there, there's so much into symbologies and times and, uh, and uh, uh, the magicness of God. Yeah, well, there was uh, the pictures of the Lebanese actually kicking in the glass of the yeah. uh, UN headquarters in Beirut. Beirut. And it just got me to thinking, really, the UN itself is a, a New York Jew invention that, <laughs> again, has just this quasi-legality to it that nobody really cares to investigate uh, its beginnings or its legitimacy. It's just remarkable to me, and I think it speaks to the low level of the foxes and the people they appeal to, that, you, you know, they just decide, okay, Israel is inherently justified. We'll ignore everything before 48 and claim everybody wants to destroy little Israel, poor innocent little Israel that only takes $10 million a day of, our, of money out of American po pockets and just ignore, you know, whatever happened before. That don't even pretend the other guy has any kind of point or argument. And that's a good recipe for completely messing up your foreign policy, not understanding anything and making yourself myriad enemies, all of which we've accomplished. Because while we're talking about this, you know, they're still going, they're still fighting it out in uh, in Iraq, killing a lot more people than are even being killed in Lebanon. And uh, you know, great work, Bush. I mean, and and this is costing us a huge amount of money. This is exactly what Washington warned about. You know, protect your own interests and be friends with all who are friends to you, but don't get entangled with with these other people. And that's what we've done. We, we, we're spending money that we don't have. The nation is essentially bankrupt to create problems in foreign countries that Israel, Israel, Israel and, the, and its, its guys here who control our country and uh, operate in our name think will end up better for them, but it, it just doesn't. This is bankrupting us and, and making everyone think we're, we're idiots. And we, the American people, at some point are going to suffer even more than we are now for it. Right now, the cost is purely monetary. Well, but, uh, and also uh, well, in the court of public opinion, we're falling fast. Yeah. All this energy devoted to thoughts about Israel and thoughts about uh, Judaism and Jewishness and uh, how being white is, if so facto, a low brow or you know, a bad luck of karma or something. White people actually loathe themselves because of these uh, three decades of. Uh, social engineerings which which have been foisted upon us and are constantly buttressed by the AP and the, the you know, lawyers and all of the yeah. other Jewish uh, Craig, I saw Jewish a, shot by his lead org. Yeah. There, and there's parallels in every sector. I mean, I'll give you a non-traditional example where you can see this whole oh, we'll make you better. You, you, you don't, everything you know and believe is worthless. These very popular now are these shows that are on the back cable channels about redoing your home or remake you over, or whatever. I'm going to take some up. And, and typically what it is, and I don't know the name because I've only seen the show a couple of times, but it's a show women would like. But it's a, it's a, they'll take one person and redo his or her wardrobe. Well, the host of the show, are one, one guy's a fag, the white guy's a fag, and then the woman is a Jew. And it's, it's very much the culture of critique applied to wardrobe. They go in there and immediately they start, oh, oh my God, you have the worst clothes. We've got to get rid of all these 
go into their closet and rip it all out. It's just exactly a, a parallel <laughs> to the way that they try to reorder society. Where did you get those beliefs? They're so outmoded. And, and uh, you know, the, 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 the Jewish shrieking. The fag's actually not particularly flamey. I, I don't know what the show is, but there's probably a number like it. But, but when you think about it, it's very insulting. I mean, it, it's saying uh, you don't know how to dress. They're not purely just helping them. They've got to gaud it up. Oh, you don't know anything about this. You don't know about that. We're here to make you better. And then at the end, of course, they have to agree that they've been really greatly improved through the <laughs> advice from this Jew because they always hmm. know best. And it, it's like that, just a hand spectrum. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like very that in, Soviet. Who, who offers the? Yeah, who offers the? Uh, we'll tell you what to believe, and then you, you know, she came out and she now loved Big Brother, you know, or or whoever's dressing her. But it's the uh, uh, advice columnists are all Jewish. The same thing. They'll tell you what to think. Racism is bad. Squawk. Racism is bad. And uh, across the board, and then you go to the political pages. Of course, they're telling you what to believe. There, Israel is your friend. Israel is your friend. But, uh, there are lots of Jewish doctors on Fox too. Is it Rosenthal? This one fellow, Rosen, I believe. On on yeah. which? Yeah, they have Fox? them on Fox a lot. They they have a lot of uh, uh, Jewish experts, uh, medical experts, psychiatrists. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jewish I don't even want Jewish stuff. But they got. Yeah, it's I all mean, funny. Their yeah, diplomatic well, corps must be in the same building as Fox. They're they're in it so often. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Alex, for a system, my so often. for a system like that to work, as you were describing. They can't tolerate opposing opinions, or they can't. They have to one destroy its legitimacy, or b yeah. bomb it into non-existence, as we see with Al yeah, Minar. The, the gut of Judaism is just—it's completely incompatible with any other form of life. It has to dominate. It, it's it's some kind of successful code for networking code that's paranoid, completely paranoid about about other people, and does not want to allow them any space. That's just how Jews are. That's why you can't really talk to them. There's no making deals with them. You just have to fight them. That's all you can do. And yeah. people don't realize it because most people are Aryan. Here in the Midwest, they think, well, you know, people are nice unless they have a problem. If they're bitching, they have a legitimate problem. Then you try to do something. Well, Jews aren't like that. I know I've said this before, but it bears repetition. They, they never stop having problems. Their problem is you and your existence, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, and why aren't you serving them more? Why aren't you paying them more? Why aren't you, uh, why aren't you reforming your beliefs more in line with theirs, more quickly? You know, and, and it's never enough. Oh no, it's never enough. He just this Almanar thing in which the United States declared this network a terrorist organization. It's been called full spectrum information dominant, <laughs> which equates unfriendly media. This could <laughs> apply to VNN as well. <laughs> equates unfriendly yeah. media with enemy propaganda. So oh, I have no fucking doubt if the, if the Israelis could get a bomber over here, my apartment would be taken out. <laughs> Bam! Yeah, well, oh, here we the Bush guy, we did not intend to destroy Vietnam. It just sort of happened. Yeah, there was an essay this week about that. They they said about attacking uh, Israel attacks the East Coast Muslims in Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah, that that was a good one. It was a that was a real yeah. good one. But they yeah, the uh, yeah we, we did we talk about Almanar last week and how they. Uh, that was the last thing posted before our site went down, which is kind of ironic. Almanar is the TV wing of Hezbollah. Almanar uh, was in a building that was very, very quickly bombed by Israel, like almost their first bomb out of the box was was dropped in that, and they knocked it out. But it 
popped back up somewhere else, as they obviously had planned for that contingency. But the point is that Almanar is on the web, and the Jews are trying to uh, have the feds essentially sue the ISP that, that, was, uh, that it was on in the U.S. that they thought it was on. I'm being a little confused. <laughs> but uh, I think there was some ISP, damn, I can't remember the name of it or where it was located, but it was in the U.S., and, and the ADL was going after it because they've gotten, they got Hezbollah and Almanar declared a terrorist organization. So a news service is declared a terrorist organization by the U.S., and that entails certain legal consequences. Right. And here's, I suppose, here's the direct... I suppose if, yeah, if you run an ISP, you can't support it. You're supporting a terrorist organization by hosting a website. Believe me, they'd love to do the same thing with VNN. Um, yeah, but, well, uh, but of course, you know, the they've direct... already outlawed paramilitary training for uh, whites in this country. So, so uh, if we tried to raise a paramilitary arm, they, they'd bust us for that. You know, so. Yeah, the direct quote we'll here is. In 2004, the U.S. government also declared it a terrorist organization under U.S. Executive Order 12334. Yeah. Lebanon's Almanar TV was the first television station ever mm-hmm. to be legally designated a terrorist entity equivalent to Al Qaeda. And yet, it's won dozens of awards from media associations around the world. And they say yeah. AP, C-SPAN, BBC shows their news, Euronews, Fox. And CNN well, yeah. have shown their videos. So, so the, what are the Jews saying? Basically, if you report news from a perspective we don't like, you're a terrorist. And you know they they made a campaign to keep it out of France. If, I'm sure you probably recall that. Maybe the last two years, and I think they succeeded. But uh, the point is that, yeah, I mean a lot of these Arab groups and even Christians in some ways have, and even libertarians have, developed are trying, like we are, to develop alternative structures to the existing uh, system in their own but In the way. case of Al-Manar, they're telling the truth, Alex. In, in, in one case, uh, in yeah. fact, they've shown, they're the ones that have actually shown the Israelis themselves their actual losses because the Israelis were uh-huh. lying to their own people about it. And then, uh, yeah. And, yeah, they, you know, what, are you going to rely on Fox News to show you the, the actual bodies of people killed by Israeli bombs? And they won't do it. We know they're out there. Go to the Angry Arabs. I've posted ones at different times. You know, they could show you extremely emotional photos. It's just like abortion. And they could show you aborted kids and they go, "Is you know, that he murdered Jesus. It's not a very nice looking up uh, procedure. And this plays in the womanization of the media and the softening of it. The, the, everything must, you know, they, it, it, news ought to be harder. It ought to be just reality. It ought to be less commentary from Bottle blondes, you know, and more shrieking inheritance. Yeah. Well, yeah, give me the facts. Show me, and and on all sides, I want to know the facts about is if what's Hezbollah actually doing? You know, what what are, what is Israel actually doing over there? That's how it'd be useful. But it's just another. So much of these channels like CNN and Fox is just purely moralizing. It's these it's these women who are playing playing to women, and and it's um. It, it's, here's, here's another example. I'm going to field. Ben, Benjamin Netanyahu is not a woman. He's on there all the time, Fox. But anyway, it's part of me. Well, yeah, but I mean, they, <laughs> they, they play, but I mean, the moralizing is what I'm getting at. They can, yeah, that's, that's everything is treated as an example for kindergarten level moralizing about these wonderful Israelis and the evil people who are, for some reason, of want to world. kill and terrorize them. And it, it doesn't make any sense to an adult, but my point is, they got people on there like Nancy Grace, a former prosecutor, 
And everything is like this. I mean, the other day I, I had it on. I was actually uh, doing some other stuff. I wasn't really, I was kind of half listening to it. And, and she goes on and on. She takes some case of a good-looking white guy, and his I guess he's a child molester. And, and the way he works is, is to uh, join church congregations and hit up women in their 30s and, and early 40s who have uh, teenage boys of the types he likes, right? Okay, the guy, okay, I get the point. God damn, I mean, two minutes you can explain that story. <laughs> you know, and, and, and why do they do that? Because they want to keep this focus on, on white males being these evil criminals, and they can get away with it. Hey, talk about the niggers. Then you got a real story there. But, uh, oh, we'd never hear the end of it if four, four, <laughs> four white guys raped, you know, a black girl. But, of course, that essentially it never has happened, as far as I know, in the U.S. I don't think it's ever happened. You know, yeah. and the Duke, the Duke was a claim that was has been revealed false, but they've run thousands of stories on it. Um, By the way, in North Carolina, in the past couple of years, a couple of them, the past few months, there have been some spick gang rapes, and the North Carolina Division of the Associated Press has refused to carry those news stories, and they've only been covered by a couple of local papers, who don't well, have an internet presence. So. <laughs> Sure. All quiet on the on the uh, western. Well, I, I tell you, I, as I've had cause to learn this week, it's extremely frustrating to deal with local press that that is bent on putting out one position, and then what they want to do is we're we're a progress we're not a, a hick real racist town. We are progressives, and we're going to cover. You know, I, I you know the guy laughs again. I said, you know, I, I said you print a lot of dumb letters. You know, you could have printed my very intelligent, witty letter about Martin Luther King and how absurd it is to have an essay contest for kids when the guy was a plagiarist. Oh, well, he just laughed. Oh, that was that was ten years ago. I'm like, you got an essay contest honor, in honor of a plagiarist, you asshole. But you know, being being an adult is is. <laughs> It's painful I think it's in America to be the University involved. of really uh, British Columbia actually uses uh, King and his wife's plagiarism as a case study and massive lifting. Uh, you know the textbook yeah. case of, of plagiarism. Coretta Scott King used to keep uh, recipe cards. They had him in a little recipe card index, and and he would say, "Oh, who do we get today?" And then just lift it right out. Uh, they sure. knew what it was. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's, there's almost nothing the guy ever wrote that wasn't essentially yeah. stolen from uh, some other preacher. And and these yeah the you're you're far worse for talking about it than they are for doing it. That's just scary. These people are basically they're religious nuts. You see, we we equate religious nut with right wing rapture bunny type, but the left wingers are religious nuts in their own way. They they subscribe to a view of the world that uh well they're utopianists. It yeah it's just wacko. It's wacko. Some of them are waking up to Zionism. I'll say that. I'll give them that. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, well, we but have on the your... race and the equality stuff, they're they're crazy. Yeah. And it, it just the thing is, it destroys a town. It's not something you can believe without consequences. It destroys really to the damned. It destroys everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, have... at least I got the guy to agree that it it is an interesting question whether the the murderers are starting to turn up in the Mexican community are these illegal aliens, and if so, who's hiring them? He agreed that was newsworthy. Hasn't ever written anything about it, but. <laughs> Might yeah, we never, ever get around to it either. One Mexican stabbed another one 26 times. And then there was another one that I believe was a Mexican who turned up dead in a ditch. Well, this is Central American Mexican ways of behaving. What's your new Kirksville blog again? The address for the KirksvilleToday.com. Kirksville. KirksvilleToday.com. And uh, I'll be promoting it here. You know, the, this is, and, and 
a large part of the reason I'm doing this, Craig, is actually to get other people to copy it. Because like Craig said, and, and, and like we see, really, like they say, all politics is local. Well, there's a hell of a lot of stuff that is not being talked about in your community that could, that needs to be talked about. Journalism, like, like the guy said, you know, if people want it known, it's publicity. It's what people don't want known that's important. That's journalism. Okay, like, do we have an employer in town who's hiring illegals? Who are committing violent crimes? That's, you know, that's something that people need to know. Uh, and there's just it's just pretty easy to set something up that can you, you can springboard off the local paper because you take their news stories and you allow different well, commentary like well, like see the Kirksville paper is set up to accept commentary but they won't publish it if, it, if it's at all critical they won't publish it so it's useless. It's when I so complained easy. about the line of, of, of illegal Mexicans uh, getting jobs in this lumber mill up in Pocahontas County, West Virginia, and I'd see them at my bank cashing checks. All illiterate in English and uh, obviously illegals. Uh, they, uh, the banker told me that they had to uh, accept their IDs by federal yeah. law because yeah. when I said the bank shouldn't be uh, cashing their checks, they said, "Oh, we have to. That's federal law." So. Yeah, and and these these banks are giving them loans, housing loans to people who have uh, I don't know what the hell it is. They're elite. They're here illegally, but they have some kind of third-rate ID, and that's enough for the bank to give them a loan. So, you know, if you worship the dollar, I guess this is where it, this is where it ends. Libertarianism. You, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't give a damn what kind of a society you live in as long as you can make a little bit more money by screwing your neighbors. Do it. You can make the, the, the green commons. You can get your sheep on there and eat it before the next guy. You do that. Who cares if it ends up with scorched earth at the end? It makes me sick, though. You can always send your kids to Iraq or uh, or uh, Afghanistan or Lebanon, maybe. Huh? I I tell you what, I'd rather live as a white minority in a civil Asian or or I'd just rather live anywhere where you were able to maintain a sort of a sane community rather than what America's becoming because it's it's getting nasty real quick. I mean, I I went to uh, Kansas City. Uh, I hadn't been there in a while, and uh, uh, to go to the airport and uh, you know. Practically, it seems like a third of the people there I saw were Asian. Now, what are the Asians doing in Kansas City? We don't need to import Chinese here. There's billions of Chinese in China. Leave them over there. We don't want them. That's the Kansas City Airport you're talking about, or right in the city. City, right in the middle of the damn continent. Missouri yeah, or they get here? What are they doing Shopping here? Shopping Center City or the, or the Nigger side, the Missouri side? This oh, is a... Uh, uh, all over. Kansas City Airport is like... North of Kansas, of uh, Kansas City, but it's in Missouri. Yeah, well, that Kansas City, Missouri Kansas. side, you practically need a submachine gun to drive through that place. Yeah, I'm not real familiar with Kansas City. I've, I've never, I know St. Louis a lot better in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, there's definitely a lot of niggers in Kansas City. It's yeah. safe to say. But uh, same thing's true in St. Louis. All right. Well, Mel Gibson is in the news again. Lieutenant Steve Smith, in charge of the Detective Bureau for the Malibu Lost Hills Station of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, confirmed that, quote, the content seemed to be similar, unquote, between the official reports and the four pages posted on the Internet alleging Mel Gibson made slurs, quote, 
fucking Jews, and the Jews are responsible for all the wars. In the mm-hmm. And asking the arresting deputy, quote, are you a Jew? That was James Mee, and then turns out Mel was right. He was a Jew, is a Jew, and uh, the Jews it, are proud of that eventually. Yeah. Any Jew who was a cop? Have you ever heard of any Jew who was a cop? Not me. No, some people are guessing that. I guess some photographer took a picture of Mel with a uh, cell phone at some party he'd been at, and, and they, they suggest that person was a Jew, and that somehow they made contact. Because this freeway where he was arrested, they say, uh, the rich people down there, if, you, if you're not doing 85, you know, get out of the way. I mean, it's just... And, and Mel's blood count was .12, which is not very drunk at all. It's like two beers or something. Mm-hmm. And they claim he had, I think, tequila in the back seat. Where it first broke on TMZ.com, which is a Warner Brothers outlet. And I know uh, one of our posters, uh, attorney John Flynn, went there and left some messages on rant and rave, and he claimed at first that it wasn't listed, then it was, and I went back and listened, then it was edited out, and yet they had one Jew after the other on Warner Brothers TMZ.com site, which were critical of mail, and they said, get out of the United States, take you and your father and go back to Germany, and... Uh, just really East Coast Jew stuff, one after the other. You can hear it there if you wade through TMZ.com in the rant and rave section. But Warner yeah. Brothers, they're a Jewish family originally, and right now the uh, the two heads, uh, the, chief, the CEO and the president, are both Jews. One named Meyer and the other, uh, I've forgotten his name, but I looked it up, put it on the forum. Yeah, but, uh, I'll be talking about some of that. You know, when I, I got like 100 books, I'm looking at them right now. I got an Empire of Their Own by Neil Gabler. These are books uh, you can write them down. Yeah. You listen to if you want to know the about truth about Hollywood. Jesus. Empire of Their Own by Neil Gabler. View from he Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Um, the Mail Room. That's a book about Hollywood and how they all lie, cheat, and steal to get ahead. And I got to, that one about Lou Wasserman, Last Mogul, I think is what it's called. But these are these are the books where you get the inside view of, of the Jews. Pash that got the Jews in a tizzy. Well, here, look, that's the that's the point right there, right? It's so hypocritical, and I see uh, Scarborough on, on uh, one of those channels, MSNBC was going off at him. Look, he came out, This the, the people who are making 85 sequels, like Leonard Part 6, won't give him any money to make the greatest story ever told, which goes on to net a billion dollars. Now, I've I have, I probably made this point before, but the leftist critique of, med- of media holds that it is a, it's corporate-driven, and it, it's driven by corporate greed for profits. Yet they left a billion dollars on the table because they would not fund this movie when they fund any number of bad ideas. And they knew that it would make money, despite what they said. They knew it would, because they know that, that there's so little Christian fare out there, and it's, it's so kikeified and innuendo-laden and, and over-drenched over dri- over in sex that they, they know that the G, G movies always make more money than X movies. So my point is, they didn't give Mel Gibson any fun, funny to make his movie, and beyond that, they actively tried to interfere with its distribution and to poison the public against it. So he's supposed to think, and, and I, when I say they, I mean Jews. The Jews did that. The ADL and the, and the other organized big Jew and Jews in Hollywood deliberately tried to undercut Mel Gibson, who only was able to make The Passion because he had the money to do it, and he spent probably $50 million making it. So he, this is the guy who's supposed to love the Jews. You know, no matter what they do, no matter how they afflict you, you're supposed to love them. But they can do anything to you, and it's perfectly fine, because we all know there is no word for Jews hating other people, because there's anti-Semitism for us hating them, but there's no Mm -hmm. word for them hating us. 
because Alex, one, you one don't guy, hate other people. Well, Black one guy's publishing an essay, and it says, Mel Gibson, Jews, Mel Gibson, Jews, Mel Gibson, Jews, no verbs necessary. <laughs> in other words, yeah. in the popular mind, everybody knows the story. Mel hates Jews. Isn't it awful? <laughs> But in the popular mind, maybe not, because Mel is so very popular, especially with white men. So, and and the, the and they're, the Fox idiots are saying, "Oh, his career is going to be damaged." Oh, is that well, when you have eight hundred fifty million dollars? <laughs> you don't have to worry about your career being damaged. All that, <laughs> well, that well, when, well, you, when you get to that level of success, you play for the ages, and that, what that means is you try to create the very best films you can. And look, he's a little old to be playing a, a real heroic male lead. More likely than that. He's, get, he's getting on the far end of the so. guys are going to hit V&M because of Mel. Yeah, uh, and, <laughs> but he wants to build movies that will last forever. That's all. He, he doesn't have a... The Fox idiots are trying to relate this to the average person's fear of losing their job, which is utterly... Yeah. It has nothing to do. He's on an entirely different level. And he yeah. can make whatever movie he wants. I just wish he'd... And what, what I believe... Let me, let me try to give his psychology and see if you guys agree with this. I think that he... It's two things. One, he knows that Jews on, in general are bad, and he knows from his father the history of, of of general Jewish involvement with the rest of the world, which is horrible. They have truly started most of the, They got us into every major war in the uh, 20th century, or at least World War One and World War Two. So uh, they are definitely guilty as charged on that. But he probably knows some Jews who he likes, so, and he's, he's also a Roman Catholic traditionalist, so he believes that every individual has a soul. So these... Beliefs are conflicting, and they're circulating in his head. On the one hand, you, the individual soul is very important. On the other hand, Jews are a collective negative. And th these are doing war inside him. And then you've got you know, the fact that they were attacking for the passion. So that Why can't he make a connection to white, young white males or middle-aged white males or white people? Why can't he make that leap? Or maybe he has. And he just has well, I think you know, Catholicism militates against that so that when you see the case of even e. e michael jones probably the premier intellectual dealing with the jew question on the cap from the traditionalist catholic side who's writing a book the revolutionary jew the thing is that, that individualism uh always uh kicks in and makes him feel guilty when so and it prevents him from saying simply look the jews are bad news so what better to have some pantheistic uh spick rapist from mexico you know. Apparently so, Craig. Uh, okay. As long as they go to mass once in a while. Lady of our asses and masses. <laughs> asses, asses in the pew, asses at masses. That's that's one reason I don't respect. I don't like any kind of Christianity. There's yeah, some things that are, are church. I guess he's. There's some things that are admirable about Catholicism. I mean, there's some nice buildings, but I don't attribute those to the church, and I don't attribute the science to the church. Everything well, I think Mel's going to help wake up a lot of white people with this. To, to, uh, I, I prefer the doctrine that not everything Judaism. with a face is human. I think that fits colored people pretty darn well. Most of them. <laughs> I'd, I'd exclude the Japanese, but and and some of the some of the Chinese maybe. But uh, it, it fits these uh, the, the blacks that we see in the Why South Africa is crap blog spot uh, pretty darn well. They, they want to say I have to die because every hundred million blacks they produce a Thomas Sowell. You know, the other 999,000, 999,999 may be murderous rapists or just simply stupid and loud, but that one makes up for all the rest of it. No, it doesn't. If you agree to those terms, you're agreeing to genocide, and the Catholic Church can live with genocide because it already has most of its members aren't white. So it's not identified with the West, and it's not 
identifiable with uh, the white race, and that's what the Catholics need to understand. Race has to come before religion, and if it doesn't, then you're not really you're not a racialist. A reality before magic, too. Oh, magic amen, is brother. You can't explain amen. why something has happened. If you can't explain amen. why you're on the earth, you know, you hey. just can't explain it. It doesn't mean spiritual universalism leads to political universalism or vice versa. It doesn't work like that. Never but it, but it just it, if you tend to believe that everybody is, has a very important soul, right. it's only going to weaken you and cause you to feel guilty and prevent you from doing what needs to be done, which is that, look, yeah, there's some blacks that are fine. They're good people that you could live next door to. But on the whole, they, their race destroys us. And, and taken in general, as you have to when you're looking down, they destroy us. And that is why they were integrated. And we're supposed to feel guilty about opposing our own destruction. I don't. And the strain that we at VNN collectively re- represents, we don't feel guilty about being white. We don't care what others think about us. And uh, we ain't going to die out because it fits the Jewish agenda. And no. we're not all Israelis either. We're going to keep talking, and, and I can't speak for you guys, but we're going to keep breeding and uh, keep producing more people, and they're going to think our way, and we're going to become, if we have to, we'll become the dominant strain of white people. The rest of them all breed in so much the worse for them. It proves they're suckers for, uh, granted, the most powerful propaganda the world has ever seen. But uh, don't. I'm saying fight back. Don't give in. Keep fighting. Never give up. Yeah, and, and just go a different way. Say, we're not going down with the uh, multicultural ship. Multiculturalism is hate. Diversity is hate. Tolerance is hate. And, and who's the object of that hate? We are. Because we tell you the truth, and we don't want to be folded into a nasty mix. We want our own white Israel. All right? Yeah, I might be literal that. like the goddamn stupid Christians. I don't want anything like Israel. I want, I want a separate white country in which... Normal white ways of living uh, don't have to be uh, defended and, and, and aren't dismissed as hate. People what would happen then? You mean white kids would go to school? They'd they yeah, all be in school learning a few languages, uh, learning professions, learning uh, sure. perhaps finance. I wonder what kind of country that would be where they didn't have to leave and, and, and go to the wars to get a little college money and then... Uh, it's the parallel society within this uh, this raving madness in the Western world where white people can carve out living space for themselves, which is really yeah. the most important space but in the we world. We need you, Rod Serling, to, to do the intro to what's going on in the United States. <laughs> it's just become a, a grab little, bag. A little, <laughs> a little just a grab bag. Under the twilight zone. Yeah. A grab bag of, of, of so-called humanity from the four sewers of the earth gathered in one place, and everybody madly nodding their heads and pretending they believe in the great official lie of equality and freedom, and we're a democracy, and, and it's increasingly ridiculous to anybody with adult eyes. But Thank let's you. talk about Gibson a little more. Let, let's, uh, let's just say he has very good reason to hate the Jews. Nobody has better reason to hate the Jews than he does, and he's perfectly justified, and people have always hated the Jews, and they've hated them for their behavior, which has apparently become genetic at some point because they all act that way. And yeah, well, when they destroy nations, people legitimately hate them. Yeah, well, here, a direct quote from the uh, Free Republic discussing uh, this case under the keywords career apocalypto, craven heart, hatchet job, Mel Gibson, quacks like a duck, rumor smear. Uh, We have Hollywood, especially its Jewish moguls, has simultaneously rejected and embraced Gibson before, during, and after passion. 
Right before the movie was released, several top Hollywood Jewish executives saw an anti-Semitic subtext pledged privately never to work with Gibson because of it. But once Passion became a surprise hit at the box office and rang up humongous theatrical grosses worldwide. And who predicted that? I predicted that. I said it, I would draw $300 billion, and I was basically right. Because the rest is years and years and years added on. But it did do about $300 million in the U.S., as I predicted. You know, we've been right about goddamn everything, basically. I mean, we were right about the war in Iraq and, and who was behind it and what result it would lead to. We've just been, white nationalists have been right across the board more than any other subset. And and so that's why a lot of people listen to us, and that's why they're afraid of us. Gibson, uh, I just think the I think that religion under, undermines him. It keeps him from it. You know, what does the Bible say? You know, a man divided, a house divided against itself cannot stand. A man of uh, there's there's another religious Bible quote about uh, being double-minded. If you're double-minded, you're infirm in all things, and that's what I take. You know, so he says this when he's drunk, and the truth comes out. Um, but you don't need to feel guilty, Mel. That's you know the Catholics may say you do, but you don't. Jews are a collective bad deal for the rest of us. That's just simple biology. People are animals. I mean, the, the Catholic oh, we're not animals. We're we're different from the animal. Really, you sat around and watched people. They have the same drives. The the more the longer you live, the more you're struck by how similar people are to animals rather than different. We may be a little more advanced than most of them, but. We're not really more admirable in a lot of ways. He dealt with a lot of these Jews at the very highest levels in Jewlyhood. uh, (laughs) Yeah. The things he knows must be incredible. To know them is to hate them. (laughs) Right. They had uh, rabbis coming in and looking at the text and uh, stealing the script. Remember they stole his script? Yeah. And 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 that's the thing, too. That movie, I didn't think it was that great of a movie. I went to see it solely out of loyalty to someone who was trying to make a, a movie outside of the, the uh, Jewish system. And it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't great, like they were saying. But, uh, and I saw absolutely no evidence of the emotional reaction that other, other writers claimed they saw from audiences. I didn't see any. They, to me, it was just another consumer thing. People I saw, little kids and old. I didn't see anybody crying. Well, I can figure out sodas. why Mel cast a Sephardic-looking uh, cross-eyed Mary. And then her son looks like uh, some male homo in L.A. or something, you know. Well, and and you saw how <laughs> he, uh, he he made several sops to the Jews in that, in that he had he didn't translate into English his blood be on us and our children, which to me that's just fucking gutless. Uh, you have to go front and center with that's a money quote right there. Well, that's yeah, I, I would have gotten I would have gotten the, the hook. I would I would have had the script and didn't like that part. Yeah, think about yeah, exactly. the whole movie in Aramaic <laughs> to leave fucking... out the words of uh, his his so-called savior at the most he crucial was, point. Yeah, he was he was he went completely uh, crabwise on it because he uh, he he blamed the Romans who were dead and, and he made them look like sadistic monsters. He made the Pharisees just look like a uh, the, he made the Jews essentially look like just a bunch of greedy preachers, greedy well, hateful maybe, preachers. But maybe but not distinctly Jewish. Maybe Rabbi Ovadia Yosef in Israel looked at his shit in the toilet and figured out what God wanted Mel to do. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful. Jews have many ways of divining the future. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, but he bent over backwards not to offend Jews in that movie, and even to the point of uh, destroying some of the verisimilitude he was trying to create, I think. 
So now he's back down from all this, you guys. What, what's that about then? Now and uh, the thing is, see, but he, Craig, if you give in to the Jews, they just kick you doubly hard. Well, he has. If, given if you in, fight back, at least you have, have the been. chance yeah. of scoring a blow. But if you curl up in a ball, they just fuck open season, man. Boot him in the ribs, mm-hmm. kick him in the ass, kick him in the head. Right, because they just that, get more squealing, they get more capitulation, and that's what they want. They're sadistic. The only man, thing Jews understand is force. Maybe, maybe or Stan physical. can. Maybe they Stan are not a fair people. Get curious about the nonstop, uh, as you mentioned, the, the, the greatest juggernaut of propaganda the world's ever seen. Yeah, well, Craig, we we just keep on kicking. We keep kicking, kicking, kicking the shoddy structure of American civilization. We keep kicking it and saying you're you're wrong. You you're you've turned our country into a house of lies. Without the billions terrorism. of attack and without 489 members of the Congress or whatever it is. Israel's a terrorist. Or... Israel controls our Congress. Israel's purchased our, our congressmen. Mm-hmm. Israel, Israel's the one who owns the media and who's feeding both the political parties. Mm-hmm. It's not run by Americans. We, see, we get these, these goody-goody little face people on Fox, like Kasich and all, all the shrill girls, the mall wannabes. You know, they, they want to be gangster girls. Ooh, big tough Israel out there beating people up. They're getting a f- exodus of men from journalism. Women account for more than half of TV reporters, 58%, and such middle managers as executive producers, 55%, news producers, 66%, and news writers, 56%. Quote, young men are just not interested says Alan, who runs the broadcast news program at ASU's Walter Cronkite School of Journalism. Quote, there's been almost an evacuation of men from this field. Washington Post. I've got 15 things I could say about this, but the first thing to observe is, I think Florence King said it, when women take over an organization or uh, an institution, it's a sign that it's pretty much, it's, it's salad days are behind it. It's, it's just mediocritized and safe, and that's exactly what it is. Men have not left journalism. If you look at the exciting journalism, it's A, it's on the web, and B, it, it's basically all white men doing it. VNN's a good example of that. You know, I'd be perfectly happy to be uh, saying what I'm saying at, at, at a Fox News or something, but it's not possible. And that, that goes to the second point, which is... For a there's few a, grand a year, by the way. Yeah. Sure, exactly. That's the point I was going to make. I, I'd love to be living in a, a large mansion and... Speaking the, the the funny simple truth about race and stuff, but it's not possible. And men are not interested in fulfilling what is essentially a bureaucratic function. And that's what the media, the mass media are today, is a bureaucratic function. So how are you going to get young, energetic men who have some balls? They they want to they want to speak things that are true and, and go in new directions. You can't do that in in traditional journalism. It's ridiculous. And so yeah, it's abandoned to women like like every other field where you can get by on faking it. And journalism, you can obviously, it's, it's, you know, you can't really fake being an uh, astrophysicist. You actually have to know some math. But uh, journalism, hell, anybody can string words together, especially in a post-literate age. But, uh, yeah, the, no, the, the men are out there, but they're on the web. They're not, they're not going to these places because, they, they, they all have affirmative action hiring. So, you know, like the one here in town, I don't know, they cycle them through very quickly. But, you know, it's an example, they usually have a, uh, the only white, they have a lead who may or may not be gay. I mean, he has kind of frosted hair. He drives around his little Mercedes SUV. Uh, the weather guy was gay until he, he left. And then uh, they got the, I haven't seen it lately, but they have a women, and they usually have one minority. So 
It's not like they're hiring normal white males. And you guys are talking about the bleach blondes on national TV. What about all these? They have Nepalese and uh, East Indians and uh, Chinese and uh, women, Uh you know, leading up national newscasts in the middle of the day. They have, you know, a black woman and and an East Indian sitting there talking in the Brit accent. What does this represent about white people except how we're on the way out and isn't everybody glad? Why are you giving me, you know, and I, I really, another reason women might be getting into this is it is a version of acting. And and how you look is, is a hell of a lot more important than your report, so-called reporting skills. I mean, the, these, and look, America has a lot of, it has a lot of obese people, yes, but it has a lot of good-looking people. It's got way more good-looking, intelligent people than there are spots for, at least in certain types of professions. You see, the one neat thing about writing is you can't be squelched as easily because, as you could if, say, you were an actor. I mean, do you think that, say, Adam Sandler, do you think there aren't probably a thousand goy out there who could do what he's doing? I don't know. Maybe there's only 500 who could do it. But the point is that there's, there's only enough slots, enough public attention for a handful of people, but there's more than, there's far more than that in terms of the supply that could fill those roles almost as well. Or well, there are lots of people like Jim Carrey or Robin Williams who are far more talented than Adam Sandler, but they're—I mean, if you just look at the ratios of the numbers of whites to Jews, yeah, but I, what, what, but it, the the question is, there's X amount of money to back these films, and who do they back? Right. They back fucking right. Rob Schneider in in, in Deuce yeah. Bigelow, or mm-hmm. goes to Europe, you know, where they could be backing you know the guy at the community theater down the road who has an idea, but they're not going to do it, and this, it's it's. <laughs> I'm kind of irritated at this. Uh, sto- I, I like the story because it confirms what I've been saying, that journalism has become a state bureaucratic function. I think that's very fair to say. Yeah, well, it promotes the, all the mer- when you promote a myth that is anti-reality, how good can what you produce be? It's just not fucking interesting. I mean, it's like Fox. It's only interesting in a perverse sort of a way. As, as you look at these freaks who, who cannot understand what everybody else in the world sees Israel doing. But, I mean, if, if you believe in equality and you're pushing that kind of shit and you're having your hiring promotions of, through affirmative action, I mean, how the hell are you going to have interesting stories in your paper? You're not even going to have factual stories in your paper. And that's what Craig says. You know, the niggers rape them. They, they keep it as a tiny little local level, and they don't even print the race. To the possible extent they can, they keep race out completely. If they can, they only admit it by degrees after the fact, unless they can jump on a white guy, because that advances the agenda. This is the world we live in. And and that's why I say it's not just the violence and and the stupidity. It's just so fucking boring. And that's why the men aren't going into that. Yeah, well, candy land requires candy asses. And uh, here by this, uh, we'll quote it in this article, by Green's estimate, women applicants outnumber men about three to one. And... Hey, just you know what else? This is just a subdivision of the of the women dominating college now. Yeah. Because you see, when an institution is eaten out, I mean, they they try to attract people who are less intelligent than than the men. Women are five on average five IQ points less intelligent than men. So naturally, they dominate college. They there's more of them going to college than men. Well, and for those of you listening to Goyfire, who, who listen to Jew Talk Radio, the Jew Michael Medved has said uh, a number of times that women have exceeded men in college enrollment in the United States since 1980. Absolutely. So that's over a quarter of a century now. You don't hear yeah, about that yeah. though, very often. But, you know, what it's, what it's turning into is, is white men do the dirty work 
and accept being shit on and treated as geldings in the media. And if, if I don't accept that deal. I mean, yeah, you, you think you're going to find a bunch of cunts or uh, coloreds out there digging ditches? I doubt it. Anytime you see hard physical labor that may not even be dumb, it may actually require a fair amount of uh, thinking, you're going to find white men doing it. And, uh, you know, blacks will sit back and take their entitlement contracts, their affirmative action, their human relations appointment, their telephone manager jobs. Their, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and women will take the stuff that really, who's to say what's good and bad? I mean, something like media which is, you know, for the ones on TV, it's just a version of act, acting. For the rest of them, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty easy job. What do you do? Maybe one story a day, and what do you do? You go out and you, you talk to the Chamber of Commerce. That's not really like working. I mean, it's You mentioned that the telephone manager job, Alex. Some guy published this week uh, his experiences with PayPal, which I guess is owned by eBay. And uh, Anyway, they, they seized his money for 180 days, and his telephone consultant, maybe Aegis remembers the name, she had some fancy nomenclature, but her name was Tyresha, just like uh, uh, Tyresha uh, N. Butts on uh, New Nation News <laughs> a couple of years All right. ago. Tyresha. Tyresha is going to say, why we we've been clipped your money. Yeah, nothing right, says... What's the source of the black fascination with like names like uh, <laughs> Derek and, and Daryl? And, uh, what's what's the African one name? One, one in particular, uh, I'm trying to think of, like Tyrone, Deshaun. If the words have a pleasant sound, maybe that's it. I don't know. There's certain names they just love. Oh, there's some funny ones. I'm sure if we had some uh, Mandingo experts, uh, they could uh, analyze that. You know, that that Mandingo was like a a, uh, Roots reference, basically, I believe, although I've not seen the movie Roots. If uh, anybody's on the forum and listening to this Goyfar, I have a thread about it, and we have some choice one there. I think it's called uh, Black Parents Expectant Baby Name Thread. <laughs> yeah, you can look him up. The Mangelo and Arangelo. <laughs> yeah, right on a box, man. <laughs> He's cool and fruity. <laughs> the best, the best name. If I were a nigger, I would want to be named this though. Was a receiver for Tennessee named Peerless Price. If I was, if I was a coon, that would be. I would love to have that name. I think that's a perfect nigger name. <laughs> My baby be Peerless. <laughs> Peerless price. Yeah, but, well, uh, <laughs> nothing says fuck you like a black customer service representative. <laughs> yeah, I've known even neutrals who have had that kind of a dealing and we're all like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's what niggers are. They don't give a shit. <laughs> even if they knew what they were talking about, they wouldn't care. <laughs> oh, and they don't. <laughs> the nigger's goal in interfacing with you is to transfer you to someone else as soon as possible. As expeditiously as, as, as divisible. Absolutely. Yeah, well, this ties in nicely with uh, our first TNB story of this evening. Malcolm X's grandson jailed out of Yonkers, New York. Malcolm X's grandson was arrested Thursday after punching a donut shop window, sending shattered glass into two patrons, police said. Malcolm Shabazz, 21, was picked up in Mount Vernon, Yonkers. Police said he was charged with reckless endangerment, assault, and criminal mischief. Malcolm He's the one that up grandma, isn't it? Yeah, what Malcolm Shabazz. you have, grandma? Huh? Yeah, the right. grandson of Malcolm X is led in handcuffs from family court in Yonkers, New York. Uh, in a foul photo, was arrested early Tuesday, Thursday after punching a hole in the donut. 
Yeah, so he was also blamed for the death of his grandmother and ex's widow, Betty Shabazz, in 1997 after he set fire to her apartment and pleaded guilty to the juvenile equivalent of second-degree manslaughter and second... The juvenile equivalent of second-degree. Isn't that a pretty phrase? Yeah, and spent time in, in various juvenile centers, escaping at least twice, but being recaptured. Don't forget your nephew turned 21, maybe. He's gays. Yeah. yeah, that's his pride. That's what they ask you in jail. The niggas ask you, what's your pride? What? So this is a nigger rope. This nigger rope be out and about. Window, motherfucker. <laughs> Bring that bitch up, Jack. <laughs> I was all up in that bitch. <laughs> Two of them jelly cream filled motherfuckers looking at me like... <laughs> I ain't gonna. I ain't about that. I ain't gonna take that shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe he was, saw a couple cops through the glass and punched him. Yeah, I re- I recommend people read uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. He was an interesting character. From Omaha. When he right? wasn't spouting incendiary rhetoric, he was jerking off old white men for money. A lot of them like that kid. Did that, that come up in the autobiography? <laughs> yeah, there it didn't. I, I'm trying to rem, I'm trying to remember. I think I'm remembering correctly, but he was, uh, yeah, he was kind of a bit of a prostitute, and uh, he just did all kinds of things, just all kinds of things. Trying shoes for a while, I know. Yeah, he he uh, he was a hustler. Uh, niggers, I mean, it's it's so it's so. It's like trying to compare Mel Gibson's life to the average, you know, Fox viewers is the average nigger's life. They don't really work. I mean, the 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 thing is, they have non-work based lives. Their lives are, are amount to just like an animal. They're they're going around trying to find portals for pussy and and for for trying to tap levers, trying to get some food or drink. That's basically it, or or money. But they don't really, you know, su- such a huge percentage of them don't work that it, it they're not really. You can't think in our terms and, and, and get their behavior from it. There's also a lot of petty thievery. I guess the, the evolutionarily, they, I mean, this is what they did in Africa for centuries, you know, raid one, one village back and forth, and uh, it's not mm-hmm. really surprising in a way. And, and I've always wondered, what's the equivalent on the planet of some place to Africa? I mean, what, what, what's the equivalent white area? You could perhaps cite Caucasoidal areas if you want to include some place like Afghanistan if you want to call that Caucasoidal. But uh, I mean, I don't think anything that that uh, even probably to speak in terms of backwards is probably not even the right way. It's just purely different. I mean, they uh, whites might be poor and not have technology, but the thing is, blacks are just. I don't know how they are in Africa, but they're filthy in the U.S. And you ask any contractor who's had to clean up a place where blacks have lived, and they'll just say, "You, you can put in all new." St-. This is the, the the primary liberal failing is, you know, it ain't got nothing to do with money, because they're still niggers when they get a lot of money. You can build them a whole new housing complex, and they will not keep it up. It ain't in their character to keep something up. They can't build or maintain civilization. We just pretend that they can. The problem is that their, their necrotic spots, i.e. those occupied by large numbers of blacks, uh, continue to grow year in and year out, eventually culminating in a South Africa-type situation. 
because we live in a democracy, which means mob rule. If the mob's composed of niggers, well, what do niggers want? <laughs> Your bike. <laughs> Essentially, well, the United States is essentially now fast, rapidly becoming a mob of, uh, of the world, where the world's mobs just congregate and tell white people how it's going to be. Yeah, and even even the parts that aren't colored out of existence, like Kirksville, are, are owned, are run by administrators and, and, and local media that are agreed on this agenda and they spout the same rhetoric from coast to coast as we proved in the in the left cow case. What's hate here is hate up in Alaska, is hate in Florida, is hate in Maine. Like everybody just all of a sudden agreed that this oh okay, that this set of political principles represents hate. When it actually all represents is people paying attention to the reality of racial differences. They just call it hate. But that makes that makes people who've been raised in Christian churches who are, you know, well, I don't know much, but I know right from wrong. You know, it's a very simple division for morons, and they buy into it. They don't know any better. <laughs> the American public doesn't know us. That's what makes it the American public. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from a Zelensky and Tommy Boy. But uh, yeah, it's just simple lies for simple minds. And uh, you know, they, so so this clown can get on there and print. Oh yeah, you know, uh, they were uh, paying a. Uh, motorcycle gangs to take out this judge in Canada. You know, they print shit like that, and uh, idiots will believe it. You know, and you have no recourse. Because you, only what, what are you? You're, you're a neo-Nazi. I'm surprised I didn't search Mel Gibson to see if he had Dr. Pierce or uh, a swastika flag on his house. Now, that's uh, yeah, the other thing. So one Jew cop in existence happens to catch Mel Gibson. That's That's interesting. <laughs> Certain people for these kind of uh, uh, essentially, I think, thought-based crimes, if they find certain literature, when do they do that in any other type of case? You know, they find some certain, I mean, do, do you say, oh, they found a copy of some uh, uh, Jewish pornographer's uh, videotape or something? You know, of course not. They're not going to say anything well, like that. Well, Craig, you know, the, the state has such vast powers now that they're, through anonymous calls, I mean, you can set people up, and then you can, and you know, they just they work and they work and they work, and they chip, 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 chip away at the rock of, of or at the uh, they 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 work to make inroads into the areas of freedom and privacy because Jews hate privacy because anti-Semitism could exist in private. See, they've outlawed it in public. I mean, you can't even post a Christian cross on on the town square. So they've gotten rid of their their hated enemy Christianity. They've gotten rid of r racial realism, which they hate. Now they want to expunge it even privately. So, okay, has he got some books that maybe are bad books that he shouldn't be reading? Well, can we make an anonymous call and accuse him of abusing his kid and then maybe go in there and see if he has a book and maybe take his kids from him? I mean, this is the kind of shit that, that becomes increasingly common in this country is people lose their historical sense of, like, you're, you're, you have freedom. There's a lot of things that are simply government that has no business messing with. It starts off... Seemingly innocently, and oh, we're going to integrate. Blacks deserve equal rights. Oh, you're not allowed to uh, hire a fire based on race. Oh, you have you can't discriminate on the basis of who you uh, let live in your your apartments. Like, a little ADL program for helping Jew Jew kids overcome their inherent laxism of being taught we're chosen, everybody else is scum. Where's yeah. the, where's the yeah. learning differences? The legacy of hatred of the Jewish community for all others. Remarkable people somehow never hates or infringes on anyone else and their rights. Yeah, well, we have a gang rape in Lockport. Four teenagers charged in the gang rape of 
a disabled classmate in May have been released from jail and family members of the suspect said during a hearing Wednesday that the charges are racially motivated. Quote, would we be here if the girl was black too? Said the legal guardian of suspect Dartane M. Ubelize, <laughs> who declined to give her name. She noted the victim is white, while the four suspects, all 16, are black. Dartane, is that it? Like Fudentane? Where is that? I don't see that. Maybe Tane? she was trying to get a, that, uh, wasn't one of the three musketeers? Dartane. <laughs> Yeah, man, I see the three musketeers and shit. I was in the I print. I'd spell it. Actually, that's not a bad <laughs> attempt at spelling D'Artagne. It, it's more or less uh, the way it sounds. Oh, I see. Great. Usually they try to spell like Sean, and they, they, they start transposing letters. What was that yeah. one named Antoine? Antoine, they can spell. I think there's 500 mega spellings of Antoine. And the teens are accused of befriending the girl 15 and luring her to the home of one of the boys and using a cell phone to record the attack. That would be four niggeros raping a white girl. Uh, they're all broken up, he added. They come from good homes. They are athletes who box and play football. These are not thugs from the street. None of them have ever been to jail, Sanders said. He also sympathized with the Fishing, traumatizing. Quote, my heart is broken. Sexuality is a big problem for teens. Yeah, I mean, that is a big middle finger. I, sexuality is a big problem for teens. Yeah, when it comes in the form of being raped by four niggers. It I mean, like the Israelis. Sexuality. Uh, some amorphous uh, abstract noun rather than this very concrete four coons raped her. That's her problem, not her sexuality. Fucking dishonest fucks. I hate the culture of euphemism that I believe is a very, uh, it's very Protestant. I have another book I referred to but have not read yet is John Murray Cudahy's No Offense, uh, about civil, what is it? Got it right here. My next one I'm gonna read is, it's, uh, No Offense, Civil Religion and Protestant Taste. And uh, that's a lot of that, of, of not noticing others' flaws, but this is what it leads to. You have to have a certain degree of baldness. You cannot run a society without the masculine principle. You can't run it purely on being so-called compassionate and loving and kind and, and being friendly all the time. You have to have some fact in there. There's got to be at least a mix. And we're just going all the way to the feminine now. We cover up everything because we can't talk about it. It's not nice. You know, yeah, well, really how about this legal guardian getting so much uh, uh, space in this article to explain that these are yeah. good boys, athletes, and, and boxers, and uh, that sexuality <laughs> and, was the problem. That's with this this plays well in the sports mind of America. They, they, say, they, all, uh, they, they say, say they have never done that. Well, that just shows you that's what niggers are like. Even the so-called good ones. You know, you want your kid playing with them? I mean, they're raping a retarded girl. Uh, so uh, even even the, these little larval Cosbys have rape in their heart. That's niggers. How come this story doesn't go national? How come how come Nancy Grace and her tut tut middle class moralizing doesn't pick up in this story? You know? Well, I think we know why. Son of a bitch, the gutlessness of America is, is starting to sicken me. Can't handle any truth. Gotta cover it all up. Someone's well, gonna come and sit on the United States. It won't be very long either. It's gonna happen with the money and a number of other issues. But, uh... 
decay all around Americans, even these small towns. And, and the reason, uh, one of the basic reasons people cannot criticize is because the minorities are everywhere, and uh, it makes it too uncomfortable. It's institutionalized to talk against them, getting more so, at least in the workplace. And so people yeah. have learned that, that, that they just must go along to get along, or else they might lose their jobs. And, uh, That's right. They've been, and, they've and been they've essentially folded and, and harnessed. And yeah, what do we call that? Intellectual slavery, or well, they, they there's an orthodoxy in society that is increasingly, <laughs> it's almost a legal orthodoxy. You're not allowed to say X, Y, and Z. Informally, you cannot say certain things and stay on the air. Um, and it's so funny. I mean, even if you watch sports, you'll see announcers. You'll see where there's you will you will almost hear in their voices the fear, like. Say you're watching a football game and a nigger does something really dumb and niggerish, like say, what's a good example? Football touchdown dance. How about that? <laughs> well, that's like what I mean is like say say, and the nigger just comes a thousand thing to do, and the and the announcers can't say that though. They they it's always got to be. I just sometimes I like to imagine you could live in a society where you just speak what what's going on plainly and people wouldn't be upset about it, but. We're, we're the farthest possible distance from that society. So that niggers must always, must never be compared to animals unfavorably. And like when Howard Cosell called, look at that little monkey go <laughs> to one of the uh, receivers for the Redskins. Uh, but, uh, you know, you just can't speak obvious truths. And that, that, if you have your balls and, and your guts and, and your heart and your brain and their work and, you're not really fit to be an American these days. Yeah, well, we have to put things in their proper perspective. I mean, we have, on the one hand, just this huge cultural distorting institution and organization in the form of the mass media and the blowback that that creates within the population itself. So um, it's it could be changed overnight and cynically changed and and quickly changed. But look where it's all going to the net anyway. That's that's what's so cool. I mean, look at the success of YouTube. Um, yeah, these people say, oh, whites aren't going into Well, they are going into journalism. They're just not going into the traditional journalism. White males are always at the cutting edge because that's our nature, right? Right, like they're bloggers show. now. They're not journalists. Yeah, the, well, that, that, those are just words. We, If there's one thing VNN teaches is don't be taken in by appearances, words... Don't judge the man by the suit he's wearing. Listen to what he's saying. He might be right. And, and you know, oh, it's a blog, it's a blah, 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 whatever. What it is is what it is. What is it got? What, what do they bring to the table? What are, what are they telling you? You know, oh, this is, CN this is CNN. Well, this is my cock, you know? <laughs> I don't care fucking CNN. And to me, it's just a, a dumb black rod and some fucking kike, you know, on there who's called an expert. That's the thing. You, it, it, there's only... They call it a free country. I don't know. I haven't lived in a whole hell of a lot of countries, but let me tell you, there is a significant price to be paid for departing from the orthodoxy that that country embraces. And um, we're the glorious, we gloriously pay that price because in exchange for whatever we may lose, we gain the feeling of integrity, that we are whole. And you listening to this know that I can say whatever I want and I can make my own mind and I'm not beholden to Israel or to, to, to any party or, or, or person. I'm simply beholden to trying to figure out what's going on and relay, relaying it to you. 
And that's what it's so glorious doing. Kievsky this nope. week said the Star of David is not the sheriff's badge of the world. And, uh, but, but most Americans apparently think it is. Sure. They, they, there's just absolutely no chink in the irony-free Fox facade that no matter what Israel does, it's justified. Israel burned down a house with a bunch of kids. I'm sure they had a perfectly good reason. <laughs> they were bad kids, like the ones in Waco. They were potential yeah. anti-Semites. Yeah. yeah, well, speaking of Semites, <laughs> we have a billionaire Jew by the name of Epstein, or Epstein, booked as a sex offender. From Long uh, Island. Yeah, famed Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz met with the Palm Beach County State Attorney's Office and provided... That's Barry Krischer, one Barry Krischer, Kike Barry Krischer, down in Palm Beach, State Attorney. It's a real classic kind of story, and Alex was saying earlier how Julius Stryker used to uh, emphasize in, in uh, his truth propaganda in Germany, teaching about Jewry, was uh, a lot of sex and salacious stories. But this one, imagine if you had $15 billion, if you were a white man, and you had $15 billion. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. You're a decent fellow. Don't you think that you'd have so many women knocking at your door? I mean, just really women just trying to be in their best manners and everything. I mean, really, you just have a wide berth of, of choice, right? Any mm -hmm. normal, reasonable person. Well, this guy, and the indictment is 22 pages long, web pages. You can read it at thesmokinggun.com. And uh, when I was reading it all through all 22 pages, I kept looking. I said, well, something happened here. I didn't click the right page because I'm reading the same story. He had a, a, a couple of uh, uh, women who were like his uh, madams, uh, you know, they, the oldest one of them was about 27, and she'd lead these young girls up to his room, and he had a massage table and a vibrating dildo, and then he'd come into the room wearing a towel and lay and take it off on the massage table for all these girls, allegedly 14 to 16, 17 at the oldest. He'd rejected a 23-year-old as, a, I guess, an old lady, and, and, and massage this guy, and then he would... Uh, in, in some cases, uh, uh, at least in one, raped them. But page after page, it was the same scenario. And he did this two or three times a day whenever he was in Palm Beach. And he would fly down there in a 727. Well, the cops cross-referenced cell phone records and everything. They, 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 I guess, raided his garbage. All of this. There were just multiple buttressing facts from cell phone records on given times, cross-reference, you know, 16 ways till Sunday, and he comes up with one solicitation charge of minors. Well, I don't even know what that means. I, I'm not a lawyer. What's a solicitation charge of a minor? I mean, <laughs> if I go out in the street and solicit a 14-year-old to have sex with me, what do you mean? I'm a bad guy because I convinced her. It, it is a felony, but it's apparently some sort of minor felony. And the police chief down there, everybody, uh, I think his name is Ryder, or Reader, and, and he wrote a letter of objection, and he tried to get this kike, prosecutor Barry Krischer off the case, K-R-I-S-C-H-E-R, I believe, because it was so outlandish, the amount of evidence they had and the only minor charge. I guess today's August 6, 2006. If I'm not mistaken, the New York Times has yet to even covered this story, except you can find a voluminous four or five page bio uh, uh, trumpeting what a great fellow this uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein is and what a financial genius at uh, NewYorkMetro.com. If you search his name, it's J-E-F-F-E-R-E-Y Epstein, E-P-S-T-E-I-N. Uh, 
Well, this is what the same guy who, who who flew Clinton in on his personal right. Not only Clinton, to Chris, Africa of all to Africa. Chris Rock was, I guess, on that plane. One story claimed, as well as Kevin Spacey, you know, the guy with the little toy dog, like Nathan Lane. I mean, what kind of? Yeah, and, I wonder what else was Donald on that Trump. plane. Were uh, uh, girls on that plane by any chance? Yeah, well, he's got this Yugoslav woman who they constantly call a Russian, and uh, apparently she's uh, she has a, a Slavic-sounding name. And then he has another one, Sarah Kellen, I believe her name is. And this Kellen is alleged to have made a lot of these contacts with these young uh, children. And they would show up down in the kitchen, and then then get this, he had a spick who'd wash off the dildo in the sink. <laughs> And this doing jobs, what those fights won't do. Yeah. Go up and clean up the cum in the massage. Here's your dildo. Back in the display case of Mr. Epstein. Why put it back in the display case? Are you still in the It is ready for round two. He is coming. I'm watching you. And it, I'm it's not really there. a grand story, except that the girls were probably white. Well, this is the kind of thing. And then Dershowitz, wasn't he the guy who talked about torture? What about these little 14 and 16 year olds being sexually tortured and their life ruined? Well, no, Barry Krischer down there in Palm Beach. <laughs> yeah. This is just a little minor little affair. Yeah, well, I like how Alan Dershowitz, who's uh, the famed Harvard professor and also uh, forward editor. Uh-huh. It's right there uh, to, to cover this um, Palm Beach Jew mil- billionaire's well, well, ass. According to the stories, he, he dug up the dirt on these little girls. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe they'd like to listen to MTV. Maybe that's the dirt on these 14-year-olds. Who knows? Yeah, and they um, were all degenerates to begin yeah. with, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it's quite the story. And then they, they say that the, this guy used to be a math teacher. And they just now we're talking about and. and in, in the story in NewYorkMetro.com, I believe it is, it says, uh, one guy told him, why are you teaching math at uh, Dalton? Call up my friend Ace Greenberg. And this was back, I think, in 76. And so from there, he went to hiring billionaires. Uh, little by little, he decided to work his own. And he would he turned down some guy with $500 million. He would only handle billionaires' accounts. Well, he handles Les Wexner's account. And Les Wexter, according to one web story, has turned over his entire fortune, something around $2.3 billion, or at least $2.3 billion of it, for, uh, for this other kike to manage. Then Epstein himself, and Wexter owns Victoria's Secret, by the way, uh, and, and he was one of the promoters of Emmett, who, which was an organization with Bronfman of the Seagrams of uh, Canadian uh, kike liquor family, and they promoted the original war in Iraq months before it even began, the original uh, George Bush Sr. war. So yeah. you see, this is all interlaced, and it's quite fascinating when you begin to uh, look into it and see these relationships. Another thing, Epstein has promoted uh, some Jewish scientists who have a controversial view of uh, psychological, uh, evolutionary psychology. And, of course, Professor Kevin McDonald, who authored The Culture of Critique, is... is uh, an evolutionary psychologist. Anyway, this Jew that Epstein uh, likes uh, is studying termites. And so <laughs> Epstein won <laughs> the evolutionary <laughs> psychology of termites. That's, that's another name for Jewish genealogy. Very <laughs> yeah. Part of his genealogical <laughs> research. Here's some money. The family, we, he, turns out we don't go back to apes, we go back to termites. termites. <laughs> Who could have known? So Epstein throws him a few tens of thousands of bucks. 
it's, it's really, except for the degeneracy of it, 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 it I mean... <laughs> it would be funny if they weren't a global gang of criminals <laughs> mutually supporting each other. It would be really hilarious. Yeah, but but it's quite. They weren't real. wrecking the world. Is it's kind of a global genetic yeah. mafia. Yeah, and these really are the kind of guys. Really funny people. I wouldn't doubt that. Epstein, I guess he has choose publicity, and he has for many many years. And now they're not even covering this by and large. As I say, the New York Times, I guess, hasn't touched it. In fact, one blog, a couple of them are saying seven days, no New York Times article on it. And that's going by the Jew Pinch up there in New York. And uh, yeah. I don't see it. Fox has he seen it on Fox? You've been watching Fox, Alex. Mr. Epstein? Mm, um, don't think so. Haven't I haven't who's, noticed? Who's it. the southern the southern woman? What's her name? You just mentioned the one with the dyed hair and the brown eyes. It's always rolling her eyes and lecturizing. She mentioned it. Um, Nancy one. Grace. Nancy, yeah. Yeah, Nancy that might be up her alley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't we watch that show. We could email the story to her. I don't know if she's yeah, on Fox yeah. or on CNN, but she yeah. she's an ex prosecutor who likes to do sex crimes. But I, she's so tut tut tutty. I. I can't stand that type. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hell of a story. It just shows you how connected Jews are. They're all they all touch each other. They all they all kind of work together. It's a big ganglion of, of nerve crisscrossings. Yeah. They know what's going on, and they kind of work as a, a kosher nostra to, <laughs> to mess up our nation and gain control, gain control of the money, and use the money to buy everything and everybody else. And buy off all their enemies. Most Americans respect this. In fact, some of the blog responses, it's, fu it's funny you mention that. He said, so what do you like young girls? You know, I've seen a lot of them like that. And uh, I like little girls. They make me feel so good yeah. when they're yeah. around. You know who does that song? That's an Oingo Boingo song Danny, by uh, Danny Elfman, who's a Jew, actually. <laughs> Danny Elfman's the one who writes a lot of the, the, or has in the past written a lot of theme music for shows and movies. But, uh, yeah, I like little girls. And, and, and get this, he would send these girls, Alex, Christmas bonuses of two or $300. I mean, talk about <laughs> yeah. a numeracy. If you had $15 billion, do you know how much two or $300 is? It's like two cents. <laughs> Don't eat Mexican food and stand next to a flame, Craig. This is my tip for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I know. For, for Christmas. I know. Merry yeah, well, Christmas. we have a, a Jew shooter in Seattle. The man accused in last week's shooting rampage at the Jewish Federation office that left one woman dead was charged Wednesday with nine felony counts, including violation of the state's hate crime law. Uh, yeah. He should have been on a love business like Jeffrey Epstein, huh? And then he wouldn't be on a $50 million bill. Yeah. 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 If he was Naveed a lover, not a hater. Haftai <laughs> Haq is charged with aggravated first-degree murder in the death of Pamela Wechter, 58, director of the Jewish Charities annual fundraising campaign. Five other women were wounded. Yeah. yeah. And, and the kicker is she was a Lutheran who married a Jew. So, and he, here's a Muslim who becomes a born-again Christian who's angry about what's going on over in, in Lebanon decides to take it out on Jews and he walks in there and shoots a bunch and the one he kills is a goddamn Lutheran. Is that uh one can only shake one's head. It's one Judeo of articles, Christian. They said the United States governor government has awarded I awarded about twenty six million, I think, per year 
uh, for security for these private orgs like this Jewish Federation, and they got over Jews got over fifty percent of this money, and uh, yeah. he had to buzz his way through there to get in. And he said he's a an Arab American who's unhappy about what's going on in Lebanon. And well, they, Craig, they have, didn't that article kind of say that they haven't even spent the money that they got, and they already are getting more next year. God, it's great to be a Jew. You get all the best seats, all the best money. That's, and they think everybody is jealous. I see this in my email. I have these Jews write me, and I say, you know, actually nobody really thinks about you that much. If you would just quit wrecking our nations, no one would really care. You could live amongst us like we, uh, the Amish. The termites you are. <laughs> yeah, rich and nobody care. You know, yeah, and, and no, no, you're jealous of us. Everybody's jealous of the Jews. And, and, why did if if we're going to be attacked by terrorists, and, and these terrorists are largely the creation of kikish policies? Why should they get all the money to protect themselves, and no one else gets gets any of it? Yeah. Well, and why? even the jealous aspect. If you emphasize, well, we whites are trying to get un, unanimity going the way you have it going, and and to promote our own, well, that's hate. You hey, know, I want to. I need to protect me from the Jews. They're always lies about me. They're trying to knock down my websites. And messing with my SP, and I want some security money. You know, they haven't even spent the security money they have, and it's not like they they need that security or they don't already have stuff built in. They'll use it. Money's fungible. They'll use it for whatever the hell they want, and there won't be any accountability. That's how the federal government works. And, and this guy who Anything did this, or, minorities. The, the, he he looked up Jewish Federation uh, in the of Seattle up there on the online, and if you look at if you look at it, type Jewish Federation and plus sign Seattle, you'll find it. It's a highly political website. And they're just propagandizing yeah. uh, up the ass, right and left, just like they do everywhere. But when they do it, that's love. Yeah, well, who knows how many, uh, how much of this money's coming back in the form of kickbacks for Jewish political, uh, philo-Semitic uh, politicos. They're getting the kickbacks of this pork that they're sending in the Jew direction anyway. Yeah, no one knows, but... So much money, and a point that uh, that Martin Webster made. He's the guy who I, I posted his. He he does uh, electronic Zion watch, and he criticized the BNP. I believe he claims he's the former lover of a homosexual lover of uh, the head of the BNP, Nick Griffin. But uh, he what he he made the point that of the money that goes to Israel, of those billions of dollars, something like three quarters of it goes in hard currency, so it's utterly uh, untrackable. They don't know what's going on with it, and they don't know where it goes. So it's basically pre-laundered for them. And uh, it's just ridiculous. This country has this tide. This people has effective control of the United States, and it's set up an official ideology. And anybody who departs from it gets punished on a sliding scale from social uh, discrimination to ostracism to murder. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's based on their ideas of Noahide law and the institution of those. Yeah. We, we, we broached that subject before. And a, it's a foundation for the advancement arcane. of which they set up in D.C. to teach this is how you dirty goyim are going to live. Mm-hmm. Everybody just signs off on that. we got all these kikes on the Supreme Court determining what we can say and think in our own, in our own land. We don't need the Jews. Again, white people do not need Jews despite their thinking they're the center of all creation Middle East, they uh, did not create America. In, in no way were they responsible for bringing America into existence. 
or really any area in land. We don't need them. They, they wreck nations. We build nations. And it, it's, it's very significant that they will not allow white people's self-determination. And they claim the era of the nation state is over, as Wesley Can, Jew, Clark, said about uh, Serbia, trying to keep itself Serbian. Now, they say the era of the nation state is over, except for Israel. Israel has the right to protect itself from people who want to drive it into the sea. What about us whites who don't want to be driven into the sea by niggers and Mexicans? We have no rights. You know, we have the right to, to pay tax money and work as hated sort of semi-slaves, an increasingly nasty country. And we're mocked endlessly on TV by the same people who are preaching against hate when, when we merely describe them. Even by their comedians, which is really something when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in closing, uh, any uh, new developments, CNN or... Uh, closing, I'd like to say, fuck the Jews. <laughs> they deserve it. Looks like this week they'll shit or get off the pot on the... Uh, uh, produce some sort of accusation or not. I don't think they will because they know that there's absolutely uh, nothing illegal that has ever gone on at VNN. They know that we have disclaimers uh, specifically stating that we do not advocate illegal action. They know that what I said is 100% legal, so what they're going to do is most likely nothing. And if they do decide to do something, it will be vigorously defended with every possible uh, means I have at my disposal. We will absolutely continue to speak the truth and broadcast the truth. What I really want to do is thank the people who got us back up and running for a great, quick work. We really appreciate that, and it, it is a network of people. I'd enjoy, I'd, I'd love to be part of a lawsuit suing uh, the FBI if, if they're illegally shutting down our website for a day based on what some liars in a foreign country are doing. And I'd like to, t I'd like to uh, request specifically that some of these cops start rethinking about whose side you're on. You signed up to protect the American Constitution, which I am exercising my rights under, and you're, you're letting some little punk-ass bitch from Canada come down here and tell you that an American citizen can't say things that are entirely legal, and you're backing that up? I mean, there ought to be a conflict. If any of you have any brains working at the FBI, some of these prosecutors, start, start considering the oaths you took and what you're actually doing. Hey, the fact that you don't like something, fuck that. No one cares what you like or you don't like. It's a matter of law. What I said was 100% legal, and you know it. So back the fuck off. Okay.